This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Huh. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It is Monday here at the Star as we get ready to dive into the tough loss in Atlanta last night. Of course, always joined by Brian, Rob, Mickey, and and you guys have been studying this already. You see what happened here, but let's start first where everyone's pointing the fingers. Chaz Green. Chaz Green, what went wrong? Hmm. We had faith in him. Tough day at the office. Really tough day. I'll give him credit for this. He stood up in front of 30 people and, and put the whole game on his shoulders. And, and that's I let, big. Yeah, said I let the team down. I'll give him credit for that. Did he run routes? No, he didn't. Yeah. That would help. You're He's trying not- to get the ball out quick. It'd be nice to get people open if you're going to do that. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's it, – yeah. It's, not just him. No. Well, no. they all had a hand in it. They all had a hand in that. Yeah. Absolutely. They, were, they had some plays where they wanted to get the ball out quicker. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um, either the routes weren't good or the quarterback didn't see it. That's true. Um, you know, look, there's only so many guys you can compensate for yeah. on a team. And that was kind of the mother load right there. And as, as I was writing, it's one thing to lose like four of the best players on your team. Include the kicker there? Yes. Okay, thank you. Carry on. Especially the kicker. Yeah. Tyron, Zeke, yeah. Sean Lee, and the uh, kicker. Twitter poll, third segment. And also, um, we're not just talking about like four of the best guys on this team. We're talking about four of the best guys at their position in the league. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I get the next man up and all that stuff. It's a brave there's thing a to reason, say. There's a reason why that guy's the next man up. Yeah. He wasn't good enough to be there in the first place. See, that's where I'm getting questions now about everybody's going, well, do they evaluate their backups well enough? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you replace all pro players? You know, you do it the best you can. You know, and I'll say this about Chaz Green. We've seen Chaz Green play a lot better. Really have. You know, we've seen him start. They, they won games with Chaz Green playing left tackle. You know, and go ahead. Well, you wrote about it last night. You made a great point. You haven't seen him start at left tackle or even start at guard where Zeke wasn't in the game as well, where you're playing catch up and they're pinning their ears back and you know what's coming. Well, and you had with Jonathan Cooper being exposed like he was last night. They had four sacks in the first half and it was only 10 to seven. I know. So, you know, and but you can't have one position ruin your entire offense. I know they miss Zeke. I get it. Yeah. But, you know, they – They miss the ability to run the football. Well, that, yeah. there's that. But, they, but then I mean, they started... it's the it is the balance. I mean, we kind of all thought that maybe that, that coming into the game that they would be able to have some success running the football. They got into some 21 personnel. They got into 22 personnel. They got into 13 personnel that kind of helped them in the second half a little bit. But they really couldn't get anything going with with Alfred running the football. They couldn't get anything going with Rod Smith. Because I was asking for a, a you know a, a physical back to run, and there were a couple of times they handed him the ball and cuts that cuts that that Zeke would have made that generally run into a four or five yard gain 
we're, we're you know that you don't get those cuts. You didn't. Yeah, and that, and that's a problem. That's that's where that's where you know when you talk about your offensive line and you know, your ability to run the football. You know, they, if you if you block well enough, it's up to the back too. It's up to yeah. the back to read it the right way, make a cut, and get what you can. Well, it was interesting. You know, we always get to sit next to. You know, in the home games, I get to sit next to Mickey, but most of the time on the road, I sit next to Calvin Hill, who knows a thing or two about being a solid running back. And every time he would see Alfred, he said, you have to keep going. Keep yeah. going. Don't yeah. stop. Yeah. Don't let him tackle you there. He was getting so frustrated. I'm sure you even heard him, Rob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was just like, what is he doing? He's stopping. That was a frustrating first half for the running game. And Alfred, it's funny because we talk about Chaz. Alfred saying, put this on me. He said the running game got going too late in the game and you look at what they did in the first half, they tried to have some semblance of balance. I mean, they run 11 times for 43 yards, but it was all Dak. Though. It was Dak mostly yeah. scrambling, including a touchdown run. The two backs had seven carries for eight yards. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? They didn't do anything else. Atlanta didn't do anything. The, the, the total yards were exactly the same. The rushing yards were about exactly the same after the first half was over. Where did they miss out then offensively? Other than if you know, you could talk. Did you think how many points did you think they would give up in this game? I thought it was going to be. I think I predicted it was going to be. I, I predicted them Dallas to lose. I think it was 28, 24, 27, 20. Yeah, I, that's I think, what I had. Yeah, I thought yeah. they could win. Can't remember exactly. All right, out of my gut feeling, so, but something like that. Yeah. So ended up what happened is you fall behind. Sure. And now you're in big trouble. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. You you were hanging in there at ten seven, and the same thing happened in this game that happened last Sunday, right? Score at the end of the half, first possession, third quarter, score again, and all of a sudden, 14 points. But even exact then... Exact same thing. Even then, One though... possession, the third quarter. The killer, though... Yeah, first drive of the second half, Atlanta takes a 17-7 lead. Right. But you're still... You can still be balanced, and they got the running game going in that first drive of the second half. Moore starts ripping off runs. You yeah. find yourself at the 12-yard line... Then what happens? Get sacked. Another sack, seven-yard loss, minus run. And all of a sudden, I think it's like third and 19, and you miss a field goal, which is yards. from 38 yards, which is just a backbreaker because it's a 10-point swing. Atlantic goes down there, scores again, and all of a sudden now your running game's out so, the window. So, so, so there's other things. It's not just the sacks, right? Yeah. No, no, that's what we're trying but, to say. Yeah. But the sack I mean, hurt I, that possession. It did, but it kicked the field goal. Sure. Right? I went back and looked. So the last time, other than a block, that they missed a field goal less than 40 yards was the third game of the 2013 season. So wow. Bailey and Nugent, to that point, yeah. went 63 of 63. Mm -hmm. 63 of 63. I steal that from my column tomorrow. And go ahead. I, I already used it for, for today. Yeah, there you go. We'll credit uh, you. But, and then he misses. Yeah. Hits the upright. He never pushes the ball to the right. It always hooks to the left. You know, and so. Yeah, uh, those left hashes aren't good for him. 17 10, okay. Gives you a chance, though, doesn't it? Right. It gives that, you a, a little bit of an emotional lift. Maybe your defense plays better knowing it's a, a no, one score game. And, it's hey, not. Well, Sean Lee was not in the game. Do you realize what's happened with Sean Lee out of the game? Oh, no, we understand. I've got numbers and, for you if you want them. And they can't give them to they us. Can't stop anybody. Yeah. Give us the Sean Lee numbers. They stopped when Sean Lee went out of the game. That possession, they held him to a field goal. I think they punted, didn't they? Oh, it was a fifty-yard field goal. Fifty-yard, fifty-yard field, field goal. That's and right. And then the next possession, because they 
punted down to the two-yard line. They stopped him. And then it was touchdown, 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 field goal. Yeah. He went out with uh, – he went out – the play went out on first and ten, the Atlanta 47. There was like 12 minutes gone in the first first. 10. 341. That's, first quarter. Right? That's, first quarter. That's the play he got hurt in? Yeah. Okay. So thank you for that. I'm just looking at the run defense with Sean in the game without him. The two games he missed so far this season, Rams, Packers. 164. Gave up an average of 164 in his six full starts. And I'm counting the Arizona game where he got hurt in like the last two minutes with the game already decided. Gave up 80.3 yards per game on the ground. Big difference there. You mentioned that play where he got hurt. They had a minus four run by Coleman. At that point, Atlanta had rushed four times for minus two yards. They finished with 30 carries for 134. 4.5 a carry. And no, so, and no Devonta Freeman. Yeah, and he's out mm-hmm. with a concussion. So there's no question, just run defense specifically, the impact he has when he's in the game. So I understand Zeke, but Tyron and Sean Lee, they got no replacements for him. Brian always says, though, Nobody feels sorry for no, you. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you what happened. That's reality. Right? That is reality, though, that you, you're just not good enough. You know? I mean, Sean, I, let me be, let's be honest here, though, really. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did we, did you feel like going into the game that Chaz Green was going to be the liability? No. I, no. Thought, I thought he could hang in there. I was, I, I thought was, Alfred Morris I'm not sure. I think the coaches thought the same thing. What happened to him? Because he looked like he was playing in quicksand. He spoke to his technique, and Brian, yeah, but he wasn't moving it. his feet. He said, yeah, yeah he said, that's he just, true. He got caught leaning, he got caught off balance. He knew it. He got away from his technique. That, if you want to break it down, that's what he said. But he looked slow. He, his, Do you think it was too difficult for him this season, kind of trying to handle the guard? No. Things at first. No, they repped him. They repped him all week at tackle. See, yeah. Yeah. He's but he's been but playing tackle. I just don't know where since to find Cooper, the. Yeah, since Cooper's been playing guard, he he hasn't taken any snaps at guard. So I it's think, not like he just jumped into yeah. it last week. I yeah. think where they missed Zeke most is kind of what we talked about late last week. It was like Atlanta wasn't going to fear the running game without him. No. And so they gambled with that wide nine look on the Cowboys' left side. Because Adrian Claiborne was way out wide. Way wide. Do you think they would have done that if Zeke's playing and oh. known that there was a no. big gap there? Yeah. Or if Tyron was playing no. and they, you no. left that big gap? But they didn't fear those guys hitting that gap and beating them. Right. Okay, I'll give you three yards. I'll give you four yards. Sure. But by God, I'm coming after I'm coming after Dak, and he had trouble getting out in space. He, his, it's a great point you make, Mickey, because the first thing I noticed was when he was having problems, he couldn't kick for depth. And then when he couldn't kick for depth, and in in, as, as he's going back, he couldn't get width. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, he's stuck, like Mickey said. He's stuck near the line. Instead of being kick, kick, and be outside, like you see Tyron Smith will take – Two really violent kicks, and he'll be all the way to the outside. When it took Smith, or excuse me, Green, almost three kicks, and by that time, you've given up the corner. Because mm-hmm. Mickey's talking about they play that wide nine, you've given up that edge. Every sack, it was the same move, basically. He just went he, around him. He was just, it wasn't, it, the, the footwork was bad, the hands were bad, the balance was bad, the overextension was bad. You know, he even got caught on one where they spun on him. The the fumble, the one right before the half where they fumbled, he got spun on there. You know, he, he, it was just, a, hey, it was a 
It's a rough day at the office. I mean, that's an understatement. I mean, yeah, it is. It's easy to pile on the guy and, and say it's his fault, but you know, you look throughout. There's there's things out there that you know the coach was talking about. They wanted to throw the football. They wanted to be able to get it out quick. They wanted to handle some things, and they just didn't do a very good job of that. Your two primary receivers think came up with five catches for 48 yards. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Terrence so, did not have. A I mean, good it day. was it was you know it was Jason Witten late in the game, and you know, you and know, they were going to give you that. They absolutely were going to yeah. give you that. Yeah. yeah. But they, they couldn't, you know. And you know, let's see, some untimely penalties, too. Not just the holding penalties, but how about the penalty on Bryce Butler? I mean, you, you, uh, you just, you, you, you know, you make a – A P.I. It's a great gamble play that all of a sudden – you don't need to do that. You don't need with to a push – With a great pass. Yeah, you don't need, yeah. You don't need to push that guy. You can go get the football. For anyone who's listening, they are talking about the fake punt. Yeah. Chris Jones passes to Bryce Butler – and Bryce Butler pushes off the defender and gets the offensive pass. He shoves it on him. He I mean, they had a play down to the twenty-one. That was a, that was a one of those momentum killers. Absolutely You're right. reminded me of the muff punt against the Rams. You're yeah, very right. Because yeah. they're going to go. They're going. They're going. They're yeah. they're down to the twenty-one yard line. Yeah. And and I talked to him afterwards, and I think he got frustrated because the cornerback Alfred right. is playing it like he's the gunner. Right. So he's going to hold him up. Right. And he has that right to do it. Right. And he got into a wrestling match and he goes, Oh, I gotta get off. I gotta yeah. get down and he ended up throwing at him. And the guy flopped a little bit, but he did he did throw at him. So what happens is the corner is not gonna get called for interference not because at all. he's blocking for a punt. Right. But the guy that's gonna go out for the pass can't do that. Yeah, I thought if he drove him off a little I thought if he drove him like he was gonna cover right. and then and then made him have to kind of play back and then stop your route and go up because Jones threw the ball where he needed to throw it. It was Just perfect, perfect, and and you know what? And, and Jason Garrett doesn't call a lot of trick plays. I mean, the, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the really the last trick play. I mean, oh. last year in Philadelphia, maybe or not in Philadelphia, but the fake punt. There was with, a with trick Chris play Jones? earlier this season. Was there a trick play? Yeah, it wasn't. Why am I forgetting? It wasn't with Chris Jones though. I, let me look that yeah, up. Yeah, he ran the ball last year. Chris he, did. He did. He yeah, did. that's what I'm saying. The Philadelphia game. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think. You of got a 30 yard game. I'm trying to think when of special teams. I'm trying to think of a special teams trick play. I know what you're saying. This yeah. year, yeah. Besides, yeah, I feel yeah. like there was one. Oh. Yeah, you're right, Mick. That was a huge, huge. I mean, that was a huge swing. momentum swing, and 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 even though they punted them down to the two yard line and stopped them, you didn't get points. Yeah, and 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 you had an opportunity, and I think Jason realized that they were going to have to steal a possession. They were. That they were going to have to get something extra to be able to hang in there. See, and I go back to another bad penalty, and Chaz Green gets called for holding. You throw the ball to Cole Beasley in the flat, it's a first down. Yeah. Instead, now you're, you know, it's 10 yards going back, and you have to punt the ball. Too many times behind the chain. Yeah. Uh, so eight sacks, they give up. But not just eight sacks. Dak got hit 10 times. Mm-hmm. 10 times. He could have he been sacked a dozen times. And they had nine tackles for losses. Nine. That that last drive before the half, every single play, he was running for his life. He was tired. He was <laughs> running for his life. And like, I mean, could I get out of bounds and take a break? I was. It, I had a flashback of what if Tony Romo was still the quarterback in that situation? I mean, he would have been taken off the field. It, it was unbelievable how much pressure he was under. Well, that's what happens too if you come come one dimensional. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, they that, could, I mean, they you, run the you, ball. Your inability, to, your inability to, to, like Mickey said, stay ahead of the change. That's how this team survives. I shouldn't say survive. This is how this team operates. 
it, it, it works on the run. It works on the play action. It allows you the waggles, the boots, you know, the things like that to get receivers open. And it, it just, you know, when you don't have that ability, then you – then your offense will struggle. Conversely, I, th I thought Atlanta was able to take advantage of that. They got their running game oh, going. Oh, yeah, the and goal line especially. Used a lot of – When did uh, they get it going, though? After Sean left. Okay, but yeah. I'm, I'm saying they got the running game going and they used play action well off of that. A lot of misdirection stuff. They Shots had their, down the middle of the field. Yes. Third they, down, right down the middle of the field. Matt Ryan got very comfortable as the game went on. Well, they only – would they sack him one time? One time. Lawrence sacked? One which I was sitting there going, okay, there they need a off? sack. Yeah. And, and, and he got it. And it's like, okay, but that was it. Yeah. He had the time of day. Those guys on, on the right side of the, of, the, of the line of scrimmage were running all the way across to the other boundary and catching the ball. Yeah. You know? And, and he, and he I made some heck of a plays, too. That Julio Jones made a couple of – Oh, one of the, that I guy's mean, got the greatest hands I think I've I mean, ever that, seen. He's about also about 6'9". He can stretch Catch out. radius. He just stretches yeah. the yeah, hands out like – You know, and then, and then not – I mean, he's an, enough of a load. Their running game's enough of a load. And then some joker named Hooper starts beating you, carving you up in the middle. Tied in. Hooper. <laughs> Hooper. Did. Hooper. Yeah. We've Come seen on. that happen before in these games. Well, and that's another indication. Sean Lee's out of there, you know, and – so they, they end up moving Hitchens to the weak side and Jalen Smith in the middle. And poor Jalen Smith, he, he needs like four steps to take what he should take to get two steps. Mickey, do you, think it's, more, do you think it's more about, though, the, the, some of the mental? And I'm not mean mental in a – And like some a, of them were, yeah, because yeah, he were, was hitting gaps that, that, that there weren't, was that, no runner. There was no runner, yeah. That you just get so overly aggressive and wound up, and you're you're trying to attack the line, and you just you're, you put yourself out of position. I mean, some of that just being a young player and and having missed a year of football, the recognition. Uh, he's played a lot of, of snaps now. I, I know at this point, <laughs> I mean, at this point, he has. You know, but if, if it was one of those things where you said, okay, he hasn't played all year, and all he's been is a special teams guy. If you said this, okay, that was if you said that was March Lillard playing, I would have said, okay, he's a veteran player, but he hadn't played a lot of defense. I would have. You know, I would have been a little bit more sympathetic so, there. So what do you attribute it to? I mean, he's a smart player. He's he's I mean, he was gonna be a top five pick in the draft. I'll tell you he's he was he's just way over aggressive though. Yeah. He's way over. He doesn't play within the scheme. That's a big problem for him. Yeah. So so th this this occurred to me. It, if Sean Lee can't play this next game, are they better off with Hitchens in the middle and somebody else playing the weak side? Then Hitchens going to the weak side and somebody else playing in the middle. Great question to go into our break. We're going to take our first break here. A break? Yep, we have to break. There is so much to talk about, but that is a good question to get everyone excited to join us when we come right back. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. 
AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet. But seriously, adjust your blocking scheme. That too. Don't adjust your underwear either because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Just like those six sacks they gave, eight sacks they gave up. Tommy John has a contour pouch and moisture wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands or, hey, in the press box too. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Beautiful. Once it's what? Once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Once it's seen. Oh, like if you got a bunch? You got underwear showing Mickey, you know? And you're, oh. uh, and you're adjusting and, yeah. Never, hey. never a good. Oh, wait a minute. You by don't the way. You have to worry about that because yes. you wear them. By the way, can I make a, a, a statement here? What day would you guys like your pizza? Yeah. <laughs> we winning. Have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Coach. Even though I don't, I'm not happy to ever see someone be inactive. What day you want it, though? Just tell me what day and we'll get that done. Wednesday. Sure, Papa John's, we'll get that Tuesday done. or Wednesday. Have a great Wednesday. Thank you, and, Coach. And since he didn't even play, I think it should be a deep dish. Well, this, well it was always going to be deep oh, dish. It was always going to be deep okay. dish. You want the yeah. five toppings on it, Mick? <laughs> no, I don't want five. <laughs> <laughs> All the toppings. Just as long as you have some sausage. Cheetos? Can we get fine. some Cheetos on get top? Some crumbled up nice. Cheetos in there. Yeah. Nice. yeah. All right, Mick, you asked a great question prior to our break, and it had to do with the middle linebacker. Do you remind do you mind reminding everyone what that question was? Yeah, I was I was just contemplating because when, when Sean Lee went out, they moved Hitchens to the weak side, and Jalen Smith came and played the middle. And I was wondering, is it better to leave Hitchens in the middle and have somebody else play on the weak side? Like maybe Justin Durant? Yeah, see, I this is good. Or is he not, better in the middle? I'm playing. I'm keeping Hitchens in the middle, and I'm going to use – I'm going to see if I can get March Lillard ready. Because he's younger? I just I feel he's a veteran player. He needs somebody who can run. He can run. That's your thing. He can run. That's I worry about. I worry about Durant. I, no, I wouldn't worry about Durant for the mental right capability stuff because in Philadelphia, I need mean, we sit down and see what Philadelphia is doing offensively with their scheme. But I kind of feel like you need a guy that can that people that can chase the ball and get after him. Was, so. Had he just kind of been a healthy scratch right now? Durant, yeah. No, uh, Lillard, Marsh yeah. Lillard. Yeah, he well, he's played, he's played, but they, yeah, they've kind of. It's kind of how they adjusted. How they adjusted. I mean, he was like the yep. the last one, like yeah. either him or, or yeah, or yeah, or Noah Brown. Noah Brown, yeah. I, I would, I, I would personally think, and they, we'll see how they practice this week, but I, I would, I would keep Hitchens in the middle, and then and work with with Mark with March Lillard. Was Jeff Swaim a blue player that was missed this past week? Blue player. 
you know, just somebody that kind of goes under the radar, just, you know, he's there, and then the fans really oh, don't notice him until, you know what I'm saying? An extra yeah. tight end to Yeah, was he missed with the blocking? You know blocking? what, the, the young guy that played for him, though, didn't play badly in the couple snaps he was in there. And they thir- went three tights. When they went 13 personnel. He, You're talking about Blake Jarwin. Jarwin, yeah. yeah. He, he got into his guy and, and was, you know, playing through the whistle. Uh, you know, if you if you were just grading him on the couple of plays that he was in there for 13, you'd give him a couple of pluses. How about this narrative, though? Because did you write about this last night? I know you've looked at the tape this morning. The the lack of help for Chaz Green. They helped him some, right? I counted eight snaps. Okay, eight pass plays where he was where he did get help, and then when then when Bell went in the game, it was two for him. So ten total for the tackles to that side. Dak had 30 pass attempts. Yeah. Yeah, eleven on that last drive, though. Right, and that and that, like I said, you can you, the, the the last one, like I say, was with all Bell. Bell was in that last uh, last group of. Uh, yeah, and he got off. His, in his his hand in there, giving up two. Seconds. I mean, I I just feel like that's that's a major narrative coming out of this game is is adjustments. Why didn't they yeah. chip do more? And you saw a little bit of that with Bell when he came in. I just I didn't notice, especially on the sacks. I mean, it was it was Chaz on an island. Chaz on an island. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But I think to some degree, you go into the game and you don't expect your left tackle, no matter who it is, to get beaten that badly. That's they, not part of the especially game Especially by a guy that went in went into the game with two sacks this season. And he's not even the starter. And over the last uh, three, four seasons, I can't remember what I wrote down, he had like a total of seven and a half sacks. Yeah, yeah he hadn't had this many sacks since. Tampa picked him. Season. He was, a high, was a, kind of an injured guy coming out of Iowa that Tampa took. Yeah. And, he and his first Dallas year was talking about signing him too last year. First year in the league, he had seven and a half sacks, and then yeah. he got hurt, and then he had five and a half, and then he got hurt, and then he had like two or three last year, and – and then he had two all year until now. And now he, if he can stay on the 53-man roster and stay healthy, he'll make $750,000 thanks to that game. Yeah. And $1.2 and million if he gets 10 on the season. Oh, he's almost there. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't get to play the Cowboys again. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, That's the, the worst. You don't have that great. The worst. Was that worse than 91. Was that the worst than the 11 sack game? Because I was doing the game with Nate or doing the post game with Nate. And he was trying to describe that. That was bad. Yeah. Clyde Simmons had four and a half sacks. But they had Klein Simmons, Jerome Brown, Reggie White. Mm. We're talking Adrian Claiborne. And he, he's a good player. He is a good player, but it, it was but still one sack not away. Reggie White or Clyde Simmons. Who are you? One sack away from tying the NFL record. Yes. For sacks by one player Derek in Thomas. one game. The great Derek Thomas. Yeah. Most in blur. Most in Falcon history, most in Cowboy opponent and history. Claude Humphrey played there, too. He yeah. Was a good player. I mean, they had some good guys. The Cowboys team had never allowed more than five sacks by one player in their entire history. Well, they this only – This guy twice, got six. Twice they, they gave up 11. So, one in 91. Uh, they got beat 24 nothing by the Falcons. Or Eagles, wasn't it? The Eagles. Why did I say Falcons? Yeah, by the Falcons. 24 nothing, And then I believe it was in 86 against San Diego, they gave up 11 sacks. Billy Ray Smith? Probably. <laughs> probably had them all. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but, yeah, they had eight sacks. If Let me you, ask you this. Yeah, but if you didn't have a mobile but you know what? like Dak, and, it might have been 13 sacks. Let me ask you you this. know, and one of the other sacks that hurt him, by the way, is the president gave up a sack. Yeah. That guy threw Zach him to the Martin. side. Yeah. Uh, Poe. Yeah, yeah Don Terry Poe. And then, and then one of Claiborne's sacks, by the way, uh, 
they and I don't know why they did it, but they must have zoned blitz because he was off the line of scrimmage and Dak tried to run out and he came up and met him at yeah. the line of scrimmage right. for no game and he got a sack. Got a sack, right. But it wasn't like he beat anybody. No. He, he was open. They had blocked it, but right. not well enough. Right. So, um, you know. Let me ask you this. Were you more concerned, would your adjustment been if we were playing coach today to help Green more earlier or play – with uh, Bell earlier. I said at halftime in the press box, they need to seriously consider a different left at tackle. At halftime. Yeah. I, I just – it consider just a what? A new left tackle, putting Bell in there. He gave up two sacks. Well, well, no, but I was just asking. In two series. I'm just asking, though. If, if, if no, I would have helped him more. Yeah. With the adjustment. You, you Especially just, when they went to that wide nine thing. Right. But how do you adjust to that? Because who are you going to put over there? You're gonna you're gonna have to put the tight end way off the line of yeah, scrimmage. Yeah, well, you got to put you just put the you, the you know they initially did that they threw the screen to that side. Well, they tried the fullback. But they tried the fullback. They kind of set him in right, not the slot on the like wing a setback, like a, a wing back. Yeah, yeah. Wing. yeah, and and he helped chip, and then they tried to say, okay, you're gonna go way out there. I'm gonna throw a screen underneath, and the linebacker came up. Nick, right, he, he gave up two sacks, Bell, but he also that was clear passing situations at the end. At least in the start of the second half, you could have stayed more balanced. I mean, the game wasn't decided by that point. He gave up one to some guy I never heard of. Brooks Reed? Yeah. See, I heard of him. Yeah. He's recent, wasn't he? He's a starter. I know. I know. Yeah, I've heard of him. He's their starter, yeah. You know, the, to me, though, that it was, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes offensive linemen will tell you that they don't want the help because there's times where backs will get in the way because they don't do it enough mm-hmm. where they don't know where to fit. You know, they sometimes they'll they'll fit right into the back of the of the tackle, and it will throw the tackle off in his set. Hmm. But are you talking about an offensive lineman like Tyron Smith or somebody who like G- generally offensive lineman? Generally offensive lineman I've talked to don't like help, and he needed help. It was clear. I'm not trying to say that he. Yeah, didn't help. I was just saying. I'm just saying know. though, generally offensive linemen don't like help because they the backs don't know or the tight ends don't know where to fit. They don't know how to get shoulder to shoulder there and, and, and make that guy have to run around him or run through them. And so a lot of times you'll see guys just say, I, I'm just, don't do it. I'll just, I'll, I'll figure this out. And, but it's clear he needed help. There's I mean, no and, and in couple, the one time they tried to help him, I think Troy pointed out in the broadcast, they turned the protection left and Cooper was going to help him to the inside. Right. And he was supposed to protect the outside and he still let him beat him around the outside. Couldn't get out far enough. Yeah. The outside. Still yeah. couldn't stop him. Yeah. And Cooper's standing there, okay, I got it. And yeah. There was no one there for him to block. Right. Right. Yeah. And it was funny, you know, being on the plane last night, you have an opportunity to be around different guys and Des is watching his stuff, looking at Jeremiah's different photos. And he said he just couldn't he couldn't get out of there. I he said I was open wide on so many different touchdowns and he couldn't even get it to us. Yeah. Not enough time to throw. Not enough time to throw. Too often he was he was a takeoff running because he had no choice. Yeah. Dak. And you know what? And they should have had an opportunity because there were a lot of Cowboy fans there. For a dome, I didn't think it was that loud. A lot of empty seats. There, there. was a lot of empty seats. Lots. It was so not it wasn't packed. like – and I heard somebody say they, – they, they said, well, they were having trouble with their calls at the line because it was so loud. I didn't think it was loud at 73,000, I believe I looked at yeah, the Yeah, well, it wasn't 73,000, I guarantee you. A lot, no. of, a lot of blue. The lot rain of- caused a lot because it rained like right before – like. An hour or two, two hours before the start of the game, I think it discouraged people. Cowboy fans usually travel pretty well those games. Well, there's probably a lot that live there. Yeah. Now, why did they not put Darren McFadden in? 
I saw a lot of people asking for that. Now I get, yes, he's been inactive this whole season, and this would be his first game back, kind of ease him into things. Coach but, said they didn't run enough plays, I believe, in the post game is what he said. Is that what he said? Yeah. He got one carry for minus two, yeah, it was, that was it. It, it was a toss, a I mean, toss going to the right, yeah. That, that was another halftime consideration in my head. Why don't you, you know, put him in as part of the rotation? But then, again, Morris ran well at the start of the second half. They got something going, started chipping 21, 22, 13. Yeah, and Rod Smith, you know, three carries, 14 yards, almost a five-per-carry average. Uh, they just they weren't able to establish anything in the game, and as, as Alfred said, they got going way too late. I thought they would get McFadden in and try to get the ball outside, get, get, get out. Yeah. And they did when he brought him in. They gave mm-hmm. him that little pitch. And then the guy, the did toss, yeah, the, the toss, toss yeah, and the guy busted through. The yeah, well, he will play he, more next he, week. He beat, uh, he beat Terrence Williams. They tried to bring Terrence Williams inside to to block, and he missed the block. So, and matter of fact, they had another negative play where Terrence Williams early in the game was supposed to trap, mm-hmm. and it ended up being a minus two on that. So, they had some confusion with the receiver uh, that uh, normally is a pretty good blocker. Yeah, and we have we have discussed that Sean Lee did leave the game with the hamstring injury. Of course, he's been dealing with this previously during the season. Now, Jeff Heath is being evaluated for a concussion and left the game as well. So we'll see what will be diagnosed to him this week. But well, he took if, a shot. Yeah, if you can't play him, then now you know here's the possibility of with Xavier Woods. You also can get uh, Awuzier ready. You know, to play some safety. I bet you he plays this week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How much you want to make a bet now? I, I hope I hope you enjoy Nothing. that. I hope you enjoy that piece. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is uh, you know you you have the, the option would be if 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 he can't go then yes, but you'll miss him on the special team stuff that he does. He's your personal protector on the punt, you know things like that. So yeah. See, and that was another bad penalty that got them off the snide. They it was like a 19 yard run, and then Heath made the tackle. And they called him for grabbing inside the helmet. Yeah, Dak. I tell you what. Did I, they show a replay? Oh yeah, he was kind of. It was ear holes, and it was all back. It was all kinds of stuff going on there. It's an unusual call. I've never seen it made. I hadn't either because I thought they were going to call you, they, a horse collar, and he didn't. They did miss some calls though. They did miss some hands to the face. They did miss some face masks. They missed some shots to the head on the quarterbacks. You know, you you tweeted at one point in the first half. They're just letting him play. Yeah, this was not believe, a, a tightly called. Contest. No, but I believe that Dallas only had had five penalties in the first half and didn't have one in the second half. Just five. Yeah, yeah. five in the first half, and f- they got behind the chains yeah. too many times. Yeah, five in the first half, none in the second half. So none bigger than that darn pass interference on the fake punt. And such a bummer for him because he has a good catch, you know, to start and gets going, he and everyone's gets, kind of looking at him returning back to Georgia, his home state. He gets the weirdest penalties. He really does. I mean, he, his penalties are strange. Yeah, he's got one named after him. Yeah, he, he's he's the huddle penalty guy. He's the let's push off guy. He's the well. Does that make I'm him block in the back guy? No, I mean it's just, it just is what it is. It is what it is. But you always you're always kind of going, gosh, man, just. Go play, uh, yeah. Go play, because you're good enough to go play, and and you, you know, he he's he's good enough to go. Chris Jones threw a hell of a pass, you know, and, Backup and, and quarterback, and it, and it was a gutsy call too. What it was he, a good call. Is it a forty yard gain? How how long? How deep was it? I, it was at least twenty, I think. I mean, that could have really, yeah, it could have given the offense some juice, and it momentum wise, it just went the other way. Yeah, and then you've got to back up and punt it, and you know, so it just. I mean, it's just it's it's just it, in games like that, you need something to turn things around, and they never could get that turnaround play. 
They have the holding clinic or the personal or the pass interference, the missed field goal. I mean, they just could not get something going to to be. The, now they had the they had the interception, but that was. And I, I tell you what, I thought you know with with Anthony Brown, I was happy to see Anthony Brown driving a football and knock it up in the air. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa! Is that the only thing we're going to see all day? He had one other play, but I mean, it was just it's just it's just not enough. And you notice they didn't they didn't really go after. Jordan Lewis till no. the, till the one catch in the end zone. He yeah. Got, yeah, he got beat. Well, he he and they and they they ran across on. But he got picked six. by his own guy, right? Yeah. Well, he ran through it, but he he on the on the one that went across the field that uh, that Gabriel caught for the first down was th- third and six. He hesitated. He just he the uh, Gabriel ran at him and he just sat down, and that's all it took. Because once Gabriel went to the inside, then he couldn't rally. And you remember he was just short. I mean, just a bit short diving for the ball. So if he just naturally just breaks with him, you know, he's probably going inside there and making that play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, and then, you know, we didn't even mention it. You know, Skandrick goes out for the rest of the one series, and I think it was part of the next. Uh, got his he hand stepped on. Came yeah. back later in the series. He came back. Did you see that, his finger after the game? Ooh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Nasty. But now you're without Heath, you're without Lee, and you're without Skandrick. That was a touchdown drive, right? Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. There was a lot of young pups out there. Yep. Yeah, and Jalen Smith. Maybe at some Smith, point it'll help. <laughs> Jalen Smith, I felt like you saw some good things, but it was not consistent enough. What What do you want to say about that? I, I was just going to ask you guys this question then. You know, you're going to get the tackle spot fixed because Smith's coming back, though. What is your biggest concern, though, defensively? Or, or is it offensively maybe the inability to run the football consistently enough now? Sean Lee. I think having – that's that's gonna be the biggest. That's your biggest. That's your biggest issue. Yeah, because I think if Smith comes back this week, which I think there's yeah, a we, chance of yeah, that, yeah, that might help solve some of your running game, certainly your pass protection. So maybe because I I had a hard time evaluating this overall offense in this game without him in the game because not just the pass protection, I think it affected the running game. It just yeah. affected their overall balance. So you get him back, maybe you get a better evaluation of these backs. See, but I think game. they could have survived. They could have survived without the sacks. With, yeah, because okay, we didn't. It's fifty didn't, yards. I didn't, if, I didn't run yards. very well. Yeah. So what? Ten yards, fifty yards. But, there. but Dak's good enough to beat you in the passing game if he's got an opportunity to hit his back foot and throw. Yeah, there. Yeah, and, and that mucked everything up because now you're always behind the chains, and a lot of those were on third down. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then the one was on fourth, and and you know, the drive to the twelve yard line sack. Now it's at the nineteen. Right. That's why I felt like this game wasn't the Denver game where they just absolutely nothing went right. Because like you mentioned that series, they had a shot to still stay in this game in the third quarter. And there was little plays here and there and certain, certain issues, the run defense, the pass protection in particular that, that bit them. I mean, Atlanta, but, but I, I, they didn't get their butts kicked from start to finish like they did Denver. Atlanta only had 336 total yards. The problem was the Cowboys had, Minus fifty four in penalties and another fifty and then in another sacks. Fifty in sacks. Another fifty in sacks. Yeah, they hit in yards. I mean, they were moving the football. They just couldn't, you know, couldn't finish. Couldn't make a play. Couldn't kick a field goal. Couldn't fake a punt. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- with that deep sigh, 
We are going to go to our final break here and maybe offer some optimism in the third segment. Of course, we will have Rob's Twitter poll, so stay with us. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Do you know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great? Why? why? It's going to be free. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and when you get ingredients like that are free, and then you get pepperoni that's free, it's got to be better pizza. It might be the best pizza hey, you've ever had. Mick, sometimes But it's Brian, not free. you got to pay for it, right? But you get a discount. i got to pay for it. Sometimes me and Brian say, if it's free, give me three. If I have to pay... No, no way. way. <laughs> but we don't have to pay. Good. So we'll take three. We'll take it. A woozy A. We'll take it. So let's hear it, Rob. A We've healthy scratch, by the way. Yeah, it was a healthy scratch. Well, here are some non-healthy scratches, except for Zeke. Which injury slash absence hurt the team most versus Atlanta? <laughs> We've covered them all so far, but wanted to see what the fans thought. Bailey, Zeke, Sean Lee after the first quarter, or Tyron Smith? <laughs> I think this was probably a runaway. You think so? I think this was this might this one might have this one might be our all timer. I think this might be the all timer of. I bet you this thing goes over eighty four percent. I'm going ninety. Roll seventy seven. Yeah. Tay, you agree? Oh, I, like, <laughs> I mean, I, is it a hundred? Tay, Tay lived it. <laughs> Tyron Smith, seventy nine percent. Oh, damn. Honestly, like who I, finished second? Sean Lee with thirteen percent and. Why didn't he get a little bit more? I mean, I know it was bad. It was really, bad. Would you really have voted bad. for Sean Lee? I would have. But his absence impacted the defense almost as much as as Tyron being out. If you, if, if you would have voted this poll before the game. This poll went up when? when was, After the game. Oh, man, there's no way. I know. That's I, why I thought I, it was. But a, we voted before the game. What? I thought, Thursday I thought we, or Friday. I thought we all kind of. Didn't we have cents. like a similar poll? We had a, a 
which starter do you need the most? I said, I said uh, Elliot. Yeah, it was Des, Tyron, or Zeke, and Zeke got fifty six percent of the vote. Yeah. So. You need them. Oh, that's right. You need them Des, all. Honestly, yeah. Des was it, supposed to be banged up. Bailey belongs in this poll as well. That thirty-eight yard miss. Okay, well that segues into a question I have for you guys. Out of these five plays that I'm about to tell you guys about, some mm. of them are penalties, some of them are missed field goals. What hurt this game the most? First, you have the Taylor Gabriel thirty-four yard reception, the Jeff Heath face mask penalty, mm. the Mike Nugent missed field goal. The Dak sack fumble right before the half, like Mickey brought up, the kind of the twist of last week. And then, of course, the fake punt pass interference call on Bryce Butler. That's a good five right there. Door number five. That one hurts you. Because you felt like that you would have taken that and gone in. What, what, was, the, what was the score at that point in time? Still 7-3? Seven, 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 was it 7-3? 7-3, seven, 7-0? Seven, seven, right seven, that's it was cr- seven. It was uh, seven three. Seven three. Yeah. So you have a chance to Boom. maybe Got make a chance it. to make it fourteen three. Yeah. Different ball game. And you'd already and you and you got a stop on the next right possession. By the way, right. The only stop after Sean Lee left, and then you you were third and nine at midfield. Thirty nine at midfield to forty nine, and Poe gets the sack. Right. So now you got a punt, and then they come back, and that's when we had the double. Uh, it was the um, the run for 19 yards and then the 15-yard penalty on, on, Face mask. on Heath. Yeah. Or whatever they want to call it. Grabbing inside the helmet. How about the, how about the, the sack before half? Though? I was just going to say. Could that so, have made that, you know, because you were kind of driving, you could have been in a field goal. Well, we think you could have been yeah, in a field goal. When was the last time that when Dak was sacked, he actually fumbled the football? That's what I was trying to remember. I know he's fumbled. And I know he's had interceptions. I think Pittsburgh, maybe. He's, That's what I was thinking, maybe Pittsburgh, because I think that was a, that was, might have been before half. I, I'm too. sure there's somebody out there right now yeah, that knows. Is there something later in the year that happened? He had a couple last year. Playoff I, game. Giants, I think, stripped him. That's New right. York. Giants, okay, yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking that. So they're at the 39. First if they 10, just complete a pass, maybe they get it to the 30 and you're right. attempting a 48-yard yeah. so you, field goal. You're 10-10, say you're 10-10 going into half with with Atlanta getting the football. Mm-hmm. If you can count on the field goal. If you, Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. That, that's, that's now I, – I, I hate that that's crept into now our thinking. That's, that's why my vote is Nugent 38-yard miss because that's, that is where – Clearly, you missed Dan Bailey. That is a chip shot for Dan Bailey. And at that point... That's points and go play defense, hopefully. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, you're not we're guaranteed. Begging. We're all begging. But you're still in the football game well, if you cut it to seven points. And you turn the field position. Yeah, that too. So, you can vote for all those. Those were all... Uh, uh, Mickey's pointing to the Bryce Butler penalty. That's a big one. Momentum-wise. What are you looking at, Mick? I was just seeing what happened after that, and it's 17. So they score, right? Right. So say it's 17-10. Right. Got that field goal. Right. So when the Cowboys get the ball back. They start running it. They go from the 30. Oh, yeah. Nice kickoff return, yeah. by the way, by Switzer. Yeah. Played. And they've got first and 10 at the 12. Yeah. And Claiborne sacks Dak. Right. Second and 17, Morris loses two yards. Then they tried the screen, that screen pass to Keith Smith. Went nowhere. They get one yard, and then he misses the field goal. So, you know, if you go, you're at the 12. 
go score. Yeah. You could have been tying the game up. Oh, they've been hey all year long. They've scored inside How many the times twelve. Have we yeah, about red zone. <laughs> yeah, red zone efficiency. I mean, it was That's they were one of two yesterday in red zone efficiency, and usually they're three for three, four for four. That's where you get you give the ball to Zeke from the twelve yard line. You're probably scoring a touchdown. I mean, he's been the red zone guy for them. That's a good point. 16 touchdowns last year, seven this year. What was how many rushing touchdowns did they have in 2015? Like five? Yeah. Something like that. He's See, big difference had, down there. The other thing is they had just they had just run for eleven yards. Right. On first and ten. Alfred was tearing them up on that drive. Should run it again? I think so. <laughs> In hindsight. <laughs> hindsight 2020. I mean, you know, it sounds weird to say this because it was such a bad loss, but it's like your MVP was Dak. You know, at least for the Cowboys side, he's the only one who scored points. Well, you know, if you look at defensive, I know there was some, but Anthony Hitchens played a heck yes. of a game. Yeah. I mean, if you want to give an offensive. So, yeah. offense, defense. And yeah, if you want to give. Now, interesting. And Chris Jones and what he did, yeah, punting, the, punting the ball and throwing the ball. And he ended up with 10 sacks. Interesting I mean, 10 you tackles. bring up Hitchens. You know, obviously, two weeks ago we were looking at, okay, this is the first time Anthony Hitchens and Sean Lee are back together playing. Yeah. And now you're in a game where it's Hitchens, no Sean Lee. You know, I felt like they'd, they'd settled in with Jalen with a nice role for him, you know, 20, 30 snaps a game. A lot of it, you know, rushing forward, being a pass rusher in those situations, and now you've got him back covering, having to play in space, and that's just not – that's not an ideal role for him at this point. And, and he yeah. had, you know, there's one game – I think one of those two games Sean missed early in the year, he had to play like 60, 70 snaps in the game, and that's just – that's too many for him. And, and I, I don't know – Is that hard. Arizona – Oh, it was the it was the game. Rams, Rams, one of the Rams. Yeah, yeah it was Rams. after that. And yeah. then he played all the plays against the Packers. Problem is, I just you, you talk about those four guys that are missing. Like you, okay, you may get Tyron back. I don't. You're gonna get Sean Lee back a week later, and then you play four days later. I, if he misses Sunday, he misses Thanksgiving for sure. If this is indeed a reaggravation, or is it the other one? No, it's the same one. Same one. It's I mean, left one, dude. Aren't they going to be deliberate with him? It's hard to imagine him just uh, jumping back in 100% then next week. We'll see. Then, unfortunately, you don't another, get the 10, get 10 yeah, days. Yeah. You've got to play another one before you get the break. Right. And now Zeke's already missed four games. Yeah. It's uh, not going to be easy. It's, it's, I mean, you may, <laughs> the problem, what I'm saying is you may be compromised in the same ways against Philly as you were in this game. With, unless you get Tyron back and maybe that has a, an effect, but you don't have Zeke and you, you probably don't have Bailey either. So we'll see. Yeah. Hey, you do win rank them, though. You had Dak. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Light at the end of the tunnel. There's something, yeah. You know, it's hard because you look at it and you're like, okay, this Sean Lee excuse is getting a little tiring. But I see it. It's fair. It's fair to say every time he's not on the field. But then you look and all these people that said, oh, Jalen Smith, he's going to be the Sean Lee replacement. I just don't see that yet. And maybe that's unfair to say since he's only pe- played nine games. Or, yeah, we at nine? Well, what happens without Sean Lee is fact. Yeah. It's no opinion. It's fact. Just look, 35 points, 35 points, and then you saw what happened in this game once he went out. They scored 24 unanswered points. How can that be? No, how can it be that it's just it, – it's such – that's such a disparity in that way. And it's I – and I don't think it's all – his ability to make plays, I think a lot of it is his ability to just get everybody yeah. set up and they feel yeah. better about stuff, you know? It's almost like a confidence level. Without for him, they're scattered. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just sad. I just <laughs> It's just sad. It's just depressing. You know, and I wonder, you know, all of this talk of, okay, now you got to look at who your backup left tackle is. Now you have to look up what is your running game. Now, everyone felt very prepared coming into this game. You have two 1,000-yard rushers, but now middle linebacker. So it, this lack of depth that they keep finding themselves in this season, how is that going to affect free agency draft? Yeah. Long time from now. Yeah. yeah, yeah definitely that, not a conversation for now, but yeah. – it, it, it's on the horizon. Well, too, you're going to have to think about your defensive end who actually played didn't play badly yesterday. You know, uh, when you look at and what Lawrence was able to do, playing the run a couple different times. I mean, he had the one sack. It was just a little, maybe a step late or two on you know getting maybe one or two more. But I thought David Irving made some nice plays. Yeah, David Irving. Too. Yeah, but yeah, Lawrence's sack was big. Got him off the field. Got him the opportunity to stay in it. Just. Uh, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of dirt being thrown on these guys this week. I'll be interested to see how it all – How they but, respond. Yeah, but – See, that's what you said exactly. This is a Garrett special coming Oh, this is a season. Garrett special all the way. Get ready. This is a – this is – everybody's going to tell you how damn good Philadelphia is, you know, and then, and then they're going to show up and something's going to happen. So true. You know, and all of a sudden they pull one out. I, honestly, I didn't think they were going to beat Kansas City. And Kansas City beat Philadelphia. You know, what does that tell you? You know, you, these teams, I mean, I'm not, again, trying to blow smoke up everybody's rear, but I'm just telling you, though, that this NFL is a strange lady. It's a strange lady. Just when you think that you're getting the, you know, just when you've got the one foot in the parking lot, get ready. You know, I mean, it's all doom and gloom here this week. Get ready for everybody talking about the Eagles come rolling in. And, hey, they, Carson might, they might roll the Cowboys, but I, you know what? I, I've seen it too much in this NFL. Yeah, I, I mean, they talk about their, their – They rally. I mean, teams, they pull within each other. They pull together, and they and they, they block out the outside noise. And people talk about the Cowboys not being a good, great team at home. I, I'm always more comfortable with them when they're back at home, and they're not dealing with a road crowd noise and defenses pinning their ears back against them and stuff. I, yeah, I think they're going to play better. But, again, you're still faced with – and I get it. They had a three-game win streak, but they didn't, they were, they didn't have – they had the guys that they, they lost. Oh, you're going to get Smith game. back. You're going to get Smith back. I think you will. I think he, you will. I think he's got the best shot of any of them. Sure. Back now, now you got to figure out what's going on with linebacker. You better figure that one out. And, and like Mickey says, how do you play that? I even wrote about that a little bit myself last night. How do you, how do you play the order of guys? Somebody step up and make plays. You know, Hey, they don't have Jason Peters playing left tackle for them. That's fair. You know, go find a way to go find a way to get some pressure. Knock this kid around a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had some success. They had a week off. You know, feeling pretty good about themselves. Why not? I'm not. I mean, again, I'm not trying to cheerlead here. So I, other, I like other NFL's than, a strange lady. I like, well, that. like yeah, like that girl that you think you figured out. Maybe, sure, you know, right. thought that yeah. he had. Don't ever the, think that. Yeah. Thought she was the one. Right. You go over. And, you go over and talk to her, and you go, <laughs> whoa. You're not. That's not you. Oh, you know. who is this person? Yeah, who is this person? Suddenly, even... she's showing you signs of jealousy, and she's been cool cucumber this whole yeah. time. <laughs> Just when you think she's really cool, you, all of a sudden she hits you right in the mouth. Like I don't even know you anymore. How'd that saying start? What cool is a cucumber? A cu- cucumber's always cool. Yeah, you have to keep them cold. You ever had a warm cucumber on a salad? Yeah, it's horrible. Nasty. Yeah. So, other than the week before the last, was it the last series of the game? When would have been the last time Chaz Green played left tackle in a real game? San Francisco. Last no, year? I think he played. Did he play uh, were we a weird game in Detroit or Tampa. One of those two games last year. So it would have been last year when he yeah. started those two games. Right, right. And that was at the be- that was like game three and four. 
Well, the Tampa game in Detroit was late in the year. Those were December games. Oh, he was out already. He didn't come back. I yeah, he hurt his foot. Okay, so, Remember the foot? Okay, so, so it was a game before that, some type of game? He had two starts in the I middle want to of the say year. I was it way Francisco. early? It was I, early. Okay, that's right, because because Smith had to play because of the back because Chaz Green was out. They he, won both right. games. He too. ended up – and they won Chicago, both Chicago, San Francisco, yeah, I think Cincinnati. It was game three and four. I think Because like, he missed 12. I think it was San Francisco and Cincinnati. Yeah. And, and he did play well. That's why so. I, I don't – but he hadn't played – Right? And then training camp, it was a lot of – he was backup but you know tackle, what? but it was guard. guard. Yeah, a lot but, of guard. But as Brian said, I mean, he has been practicing there. And he, I talked to him on Friday. He said he had a yeah, great week practice. of practice. Well, I mean, it's not like he hasn't been taking reps there at least. No, I know, but it so, doesn't give you the speed of the game. But that's, that's – isn't that a swing tackle's job? I know. You've got you to be ready. I know. I mean – I know. Well – He started against the Colts. And against the Raiders, that's preseason this yeah, year. Yeah, go back to last year. Yeah, uh, I'll go back to 2016. He started against LA at LA in the preseason. Let me go to the regular season. Uh, Chicago, San Francisco. Wow. So those and games that's it. three and yeah. four. He didn't yeah. play. He didn't start Chicago. any at the end of the season. He didn't play any. Yeah, he was out. So I don't know. I just seen him play so much better than that. Just didn't make sense. It's about to be a hard stretch. For but I'm gonna. I, I will. I will second what Rob said. He was a man in the locker room. He yeah. Stood there in front of everybody and basically accepted the blame. And, and talked. Even if he hadn't accepted the blame, he, he talked. He he stood there like he had a great game. It, like I mean, he was ready for the questions and took every question like he would if he had. It was almost dominated. Like he showered and walked up there and goes, "Okay, let's go." Let's peel the Band-Aid <laughs> off. And, and, and the thing about it, too, is his teammates on the line were kind of looking around like, oh my God, you guys are going to pepper him right now with all this. And he just stood there and took it. I, I, I give him a lot of credit for that. Let me ask you this. If Smith can't go, who do you start? If Smith can't go. Do you move things around? If Smith can't go at left tackle, who do you start? Lyle Collins. Move him over? And then move who's playing over. right tackle? Probably Byron Bell. 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 Taco. <laughs> Always taco. Do you, have a, do you have somebody in mind? I mean, it's just a guess. I'm not asking. I'm not pinning you to it. I'm, I'm just scared to move Lael over there. He was struggling on the right side for a little bit. A little bit. This game. A little bit. A little bit. Well, as Frank Pollock said after the game, we don't want to lose Chaz. You don't want to just kill the kid's confidence. They're going to, you know, they yeah, still but- have faith in him. But yeah, I mean, this has to be a competition during the week. Somebody suggested if Zach Tyron can't go, moving Zach Martin. But then who's yeah. going to play the other guard? You, Joe Looney. Well, that's Mickey Spagnuolo. That's a possibility. Yeah, I just don't like. I'm not a fan of like two moves to fix one. By the way, we need to look at Philadelphia. Where's Fletcher Cox in those well, guys play? We don't oh, need to. Here's be what I. Those guys here's what I looked up. So they've got 25 sacks as a team. They're tied for. Like it's a four-way tie for eighth with 25 sacks. 20 and a half of the sacks are by their front four. Right. Oof. Or the guys that play defensive and defensive tackle. Right. So their front is is all their sacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for joining us today. <laughs> we got to figure that out, ready right? to uh, preview the Eagles this week. It's Eagles week. It's going to be fun. It's going to be feisty. Night game. Same time, same place, same people tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?